Good evening. Our psalm tonight is Psalm 34. It's found on page 380. To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgiveness. Though we have rebelled against him, neither have we obeyed the vase the voice of the Lord our God, to walk in his laws which he set before us. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter... May be muted. Am I? Okay, let's try this again. How about now? Bob, you sound great. Okay. I heard every word you said. All right. Sorry, so let's stop right in the middle of the prayer. Restore thou those who are penitent according to thy promises, declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord, and grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 34 is on page 380. I will always give thanks unto the Lord. His praise shall ever be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O praise the Lord with me, and let us magnify his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me. Yea, he delivered me out of all my fear. They had an eye unto him, and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. Lo, the poor crieth, and the Lord heareth him. Yea, and saveth him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord tarrieth round about them that fear him, and delivereth them. O taste and see how gracious the Lord is. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. O fear the Lord, ye that are his saints, for they that fear him lack nothing. The lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they who seek the Lord shall want no manner of thing that is good. Come, ye children, and hearken unto me, 
I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that lusteth to live, and would fain see good days? Keep thy tongue from evil, and thy lips, that they speak no guile. Eschew evil, and do good. Seek peace, and ensue it. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. The countenance of the Lord is against them that do evil, to root out the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth them, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a contrite heart, and will save such as be of an humble heart. Great are the troubles of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of all. He keepeth all his bones, so that not one of them is broken. But misfortune shall slay the ungodly, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord delivereth the souls of his servants, and all they that put their trust in him shall not be destitute. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter of the book of Jeremiah. They say, If a man divorces his wife, and she goes from him, and becomes another man's, may he return to her again. Would not that land be greatly polluted? But you have played the harlot with many lovers. Yet return to me, says the Lord. Lift up your eyes to the desolate heights and see, where have you not lain with men? By the road you have sat with for them, like an Arabian in the wilderness, and you have polluted the land with your harlotries and your wickedness. Therefore the showers have been withheld, and there has been no latter rain. You have had a harlot's forehead, you refuse to be ashamed. Will you not from this time cry to me, My father, you who are the guide of my youth, will he remain angry forever? Will he keep it to the end? Behold, you have spoken and done evil things, as you were able. The Lord said also to me in the days of Josiah the king, Have you seen what backsliding Israel has done? She has gone up on every high mountain, and under every green tree, and there played the harlot. And I said, after she had done all these things, returned to me. But she did not return, and her treacherous sister Judah saw it. Then I saw that for all the causes for which backsliding Israel had committed adultery, I had put her away and given her a certificate of divorce. Yet her treacherous sister Judah did not fear, but went and played the harlot also. So it came to pass, through her casual harlotry, that she defiled the land and committed adultery with stones and trees. And yet for all this her treacherous sister Judah has not turned to me with her whole heart, but in pretense, says the Lord. Then the Lord said to me, Backsliding Israel has shown herself more righteous than treacherous Judah. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, 
He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 37th verse of the 8th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me, because my word has no place in you. I speak what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have seen with your father. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth which I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You do the deeds of your father. Then they said to him, We were not born of fornication. We have one father, God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? And if I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears God's words. Therefore you do not hear, because you are not of God. Then the Jews answered and said to him, Do we not say rightly that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. And I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks and judges. Most assuredly I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he shall never see death. Then the Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham is dead in the prophets, and you say, If anyone keeps my word, he shall never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who is dead, and the prophets who are dead? Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father who honors me, of whom you say he is your God. Yet you have not known him, but I know him. And if I say... I do not know him, I shall be a liar like you, but I do know him and keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Then the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Before Abraham was, I am. Then they took up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple going through the midst of them, and so passed by. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. 
to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Here we are, we're um, three days into Lent, so let's that make it about 37 to go with our fast. Um, so we're, we're almost there. Uh, what, we're off, what we're asked to do during Lent is to to give up the things of the world, the easy things, the things that are uh, fake soothing, and pick the things of God and wait on Him. And so these are the characteristics of God's people. They choose God over the world. So we read in Psalm 34, Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? And of course, that's us who believe in God and, and in Jesus. And so our jobs are to keep our tongue from evil and our lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. So God's people are not promised an easy life, but they're promised tribulation. But the promise is that they don't face this tribulation alone. Uh, in verse 19 we read, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. In contrast, in contrast to these three these characteristics, we read in Jeremiah about the, uh, the two sisters, uh, Israel and Judah. Six times in the third chapter of Jeremiah, three in just this passage tonight, 
the word backsliding is used to describe Israel. And I think we all have an idea of, <clears throat> excuse me, what backsliding is, and that's moving away from what we knew to be right to begin with. But backsliding, another word would be wayward, faithless, um, apostate. So it's, it's, it's being dead, like we read in Revelations. We've turned, anybody who's backsliding has turned from what they first believed. And that's what, um, Israel and Judah has done. So through the prophet Jeremiah, God has divorced Israel because of harlotry and unfaithfulness. And this lack of fidelity disqualifies her from relationship with their creator. God accuses Judah of the same crime and calls on her to repent before it is too late. So in the same way, we're always called, there's always a remnant, and we're called to repent and walk with God. And the beauty of Lent, which is also the, the trial of Lent and the test of Lent, is that we learn to rely on God and wait for His, for His comfort rather than uh, comforting ourselves. Evidence of this backsliding is seen in the people trying to trap and kill Jesus. Why does God, why does He not give up on these people? And the reason is it's because of His promise. God made it clear that the promise of blessing to all nations would not come through Abraham himself or through his descendants but through one child called his seed, who would be born into Abraham's line. And we read that in Galatians uh, 3 recently. So in John we read, the Jews were confident and stat in their status as children of Abraham. But Jesus disputed their claim and taught them that the children of Abraham would act like children of Abraham. And as we read, Abraham was justified by faith. St. Paul continues to make this point in Romans and Galatians as he's trying to unify the Jewish Christians and the, um, and the uh, Greek Christians. At this point in, in the narrative in John, the Jewish leaders, uh, hate would be a mild word for Jesus, how they feel about him, and they do want him dead. And of course, he's aware of that. They are looking for an excuse to dispose of this pesky miracle worker who fo whose followers think of as the Messiah. And Jesus gives them what they want in this conversation about Abraham. When asked how he can talk about Abraham like he knows him when he is not even 50 years old, Jesus blows about every heresy and cult and the Jewish leaders out of the water when he famously answers in verse 58, Most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. And of course, this harkens to the burning bush where Moses stood and ask God, who should I say to the people of Israel that sent me? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. So we see that uh, Moses, what God said to Moses, that he is the God of Abraham. He called himself I am. When the Jewish people are asking Jesus, how can you know Abraham? And he said, I am. He makes himself the God of Abraham. So there's really only one conclusion. And it's really important for us as Christians to always remember this. Jesus is God. That's something to remember. God the Father is God. And the two are one with the Holy Ghost. That's our trinity. Some cults and heresies say that the uh, translation should be rendered, I and the Father are one, meaning uh, in mind. In, in, uh, in other words, he's not the Father, he's just you know, following the Father. And that's not what he means. This is horse feathers. Making yourself to be God is a blasphemy and was the only offense for which the Jews could end Jesus at that moment without using the Romans. 
And they picked up rocks to stone Jesus. Uh, Jesus knew what he meant when he said, I am. Those sent to challenge Jesus knew what Jesus meant when he said, I am. And we know what Jesus meant when he said, I am. The people trying to trap Jesus were holding on to an indirect but comforting belief that as children of Abraham, they were safe. They turned to a lie for comfort, and when they stood before the author of truth, they chose the lie. I want to think that they were foolish, but in this time of Lenten fast, I'm learning that there is much to be held on to that provides false comfort, and the task is to surrender those false beliefs that come between, between me and my Lord, and, the, and between God and his beloved creation and people, and to learn to wait and hope and expect the comforts of God. Let's continue with the intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Robert. Thank you all for being here. It was really good to pray with you. Thank you, thank you. Have a good week. Have a good Saturday. Thank night, you, everybody. Deacon Bob. Thank you.